Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. Hey, Kevin. Hey. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. Hey, Ryan. Uh. If this is your first time tuning in, Kevin and I are challenging ourselves to find movies that Ryan likes in the hopes that we will reach a coveted 10 out of 10. You can join in on the conversation by sending your movie suggestions for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net or by sending me a DM on Twitter at filmpulse.net. If you like the show, or even if you don't, please be sure to check out the Fredericks Ataxia Research Alliance website at curefa.org. I feel like we should just be calling every podcast that we do from now on the CoronaCast. I mean, you could oh, if you want oh, to. Oh, good. I don't know if anybody has created the CoronaCast yet, but I feel like that's a good name for a podcast. I'm sure I, I will look it up. <laughs> It's just to uh, be on repeat. Someone's saying, stay the fuck inside. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, this is a Coronacast. ABC Radio. Oh. Coronacast. Nice. Good job, ABC Radio. <laughs> snatching that up. Yeah, two days ago. Are we all going to die? We answer kids' questions. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the funny thing is, I don't think you need to listen to a dedicated podcast about the coronavirus because every podcast is about coronavirus at this point. Doesn't matter. Pretty much all, yeah, all content is every, every everything. Everything you consume is coronavirus. You go on YouTube, it's nothing but that. You go on any podcast, they're just talking about it. You go on a wrestling podcast, it's nothing but Corona. Everything. Corona all day, every day, because this is the world we live in for for now, at least. Anyway, we did have you watch a movie this week, Ryan. What was it? Dread. Dread. This is the 2012 version. This is directed by Pete Travis. Uh, I have a synopsis here in a violent futuristic city where the police have the authority to act as judge, jury, and executioner. A cop teams with a trainee to take down a gang that deals the reality-altering drugs slow-mo. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Dread. Well, there's... A bad guy that murders a few drug dealers who fucked up. And the judges come to his, I guess, a caught apartment building, but they're like 200 floors. And they go there and arrest him. And before they can get out, uh, the owner of the building. Or the drug lord, she shuts it down with like metal bears, and the basic she announces that she wants them dead, and they basically have to move up each floor to eventually kill her, and. When, like, at one point when they're going up, she calls in four more judges, and they're secretly working for her. So they try to kill them, kill the good guys, and they can't. And in the end, the good guys, miraculously with some teamwork, make it up. They get to her, kill her, and... Movies over. They made the ground floor and leave. But do they live happily ever after? I, uh, I guess. Mm. <laughs> wow. First off, that was that was pretty short. Yeah, it was a pretty short one. And second, oh yeah, and the the 3D cop. She has uh, mind reading abilities. 
Wait till my hand at certain points. I would imagine. I was just going to say, they, uh, I was kind of surprised too that it didn't end with everyone living happily ever after. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Uh, well, <laughs> the, 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 the girl cop, the G, does she not get the job in it? I think she does. It's been a long time since I've seen this. I was very confused. I guess I get his time. She fell on, and then she, he said she passed, and then she kind of walked away. Oh, irritated, but the movie was over, so I was a little bit confused. I think she got it. It sounds like she got it, but it's just weird because usually when you do like the, the, you know, the the run through, usually the the you know they live happily ever after. It's kind of like the. That's when you know that it's done. So it kind of throws you when you don't hear that. Yeah. So what did you think of Dread, Ryan? It was all right, but I prefer the rain. This mirror might have been a rain Yeah. So if you couldn't tell from the the rundown that Ryan gave, which I think was was good, uh, it, this movie's the raid. Like it's it is pr- yeah, pretty much a remake. Exactly like- there's no way in hell that this wasn't inspired by the raid. It it follows the same exact structure where it's it's almost nonstop action. You start off with Judge Dredd, played by Carl Urban, and the uh, the rookie Olivia Thurlby, I believe, and mm-hmm. they just go floor by floor, just taking out the the drug dealers. Uh, obviously, there's more high tech weaponry and stuff being used here, but it's pretty much the raid. I actually liked it. Um, I liked it. Was uh, Trini, as other girl from Mud, you know, the best friend? Yes. I thought I recognized her, but I couldn't figure out where. One of the interesting things about this is that Carl Urban never removes the helmet in this, which a lot of people were praising, including myself, that they actually committed to it. They never had him remove the helmet. And I thought that was that was kind of cool. There were there were some uh, funny moments in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were uh, like you said, uh, like weaponry because they can basically say out loud what kind of bullets they want, and there's a digital readout. All that was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought Carl Urban was was really well cast as as Dread. Uh, I, th- I thought that he brought a lot more personality to the character and if it, it, I don't know, it just felt, I'm not s- really well versed with the comic books or the comic series or strips or whatever. I, I think that judge dread started in, um, 2000 AD that, that magazine, but while I'm not super familiar with the series, it seems like Carl Urban is a better fit than, than Stallone was in the original movie adaptation. And, if, and also, if I remember correctly, the Stallone version, he almost never had the helmet on. Yeah. Well, I think that this one, the 2012 one, is is better. It's a better movie overall than the 95 version. I still I still think that <laughs> Judge Dredd 95 is pretty fun, even though it's pretty bad. I still have We go over that, man. That may always be awesome, no matter how bad it is. You do have Rob Schneider in there, in the original one. So at least you have that. Which didn't we? Yeah, you watched that for Ryan watches the movie. 
Didn't you? Did you watch you it? The one? The original? Yes. Yes, you did. Uh, yes. Yeah. He gave it a four out of ten. Four out of ten. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sandy loves it. Four out of ten. <laughs> and Ryan's tagline is Oh, uh, hold on. Gotta try and pull pull myself together. I just read it. I just read the tagline. I, I do love it. Maybe maybe you can give it a shot because I don't think I'm gonna get through it. <laughs> I know it's a terrible well, I get... So your tagline Ryan, can you can you guess what the tagline is, Ryan? Your your tagline for Judge Dredd is Sylvester Stallone looked like he had a face stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! He always looks like that. Face stroke, (laughs) as opposed to like a a different kind of stroke. This was specifically a stroke of the face. (laughs) Oh Um, god! Oh my god! Oh man! what did you think of the action sequences, specifically the ones that were done in the kind of super slow-mo style? <laughs> not impressed? Not, no, the, sometimes the ZG mail looked really, really fake. It's interesting that you brought that up, because I, I don't think I've seen this since it was in the theater. And I... I I do want to, I did want to revisit it for, for the show, but it just kind of crept up on me. I didn't have time to watch it, but I, I was curious to see how the effects work held up because I remember in theaters, this was in 3d and I remember being really impressed with those like super slow-mo scenes when people are like getting shot and really fucked up in slow motion and you see all like th- their flesh being torn apart and like bullets flying through their face and stuff i was just well that probably does look really good right there it just didn't uh, i mean almost 10 years later i know that see that's the crazy thing is i i can't believe this movie came out like eight years ago it's so wild to me but i was i i saw that movie bloodshot this week and i was sort of reminded of of dread while watching bloodshot and thinking to myself man Dread was really good, and this movie is really not good at all. But they do like the super slow mo stuff in that a little bit. But it's it's PG thirteen, so it's all very very uh like neutral. There's not a lot of blood and stuff happening in that movie. I was really hoping that they would do a sequel to this, and I I don't think it's gonna happen. But yeah, it 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 lost it lost money. It lost a pretty significant amount of money so this had a estimated budget of 50 million dollars which and that's a, that's a mid-sized budget the gross usa uh amount was 13 million so lost quite a bit domestically and worldwide it, it grossed 41,000 uh, 41 million so yeah and that's not including marketing obviously either I don't think there was a huge marketing push behind this, but I'm sure that it was millions of dollars regardless. So, yeah. Were there, like, toys for the first movie? The first one? Yeah, there was definitely... There was there were toys. There was a video game. There was a lot of merchandising, because oh, yeah. the, the, the first one came out in the mid-'90s. Right, that was, like, during the heyday of merchandising. I mean, every movie had its own video game and action figures back then. And it was 
this was also during the time when they were making a lot of comic book uh, adaptations, like not superheroes necessarily, but you had like barbed wire and tank girl coming out around this time too. So there were, there was like this really big indie comic boom that was happening in movies too. So yeah, lots of, lots of merchandising for the original. Tank girl wasn't Polly for them. No, Ice-T was. If you want to hear us talk about Tank Girl, listen to this month's episode of Saved by the 90s. We talk about Tank Girl in detail. He was in, in the army now. Is that what you are? You getting in the army now confused with Tank Girl? Well, in the, ar- tell me in the army now, the poster for in the army now shows him. He's either standing on or in front of a tank, I, I think. If I remember the in the army now poster correctly. Okay. He's standing in front of two tanks and uh, a huge explosion. Okay. Yeah. And four helicopters. I remember <laughs> Conway. I really liked that movie when I was a kid. I remember really loving in the army now. <laughs> oh my God. I should go. I should rewatch that. Maybe shouldn't me as it'll be awful now. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, any anything else to add about uh, uh, dread before we give you your drum roll? Man, uh, what the raid dead? Okay, fair enough. That's, it's it's interesting to you know have Ryan advocating watching a movie with subtitles instead of the English language movie. How about that? Who would have thought? The, the raid is what I can really really get behind. It's got subtitles, but let's be honest, there's not a whole lot of dialogue yeah, happening in that movie. <laughs> yeah, there's not. You not, can kind of piece it together. Yeah, not a lot you of reading involved in the raid. All right. There's uh, a, whole, there's a we, lot of ass-kicking. Mm-hmm. That is true. It, I mean, it's pretty much wall-to-wall ass-kicking. I mean, just over, over full with ass-kicking. Now, uh, there is one, just to go back away the face the face stroke thing <laughs> i just want to clear that up with some with some facts here and ryan you should be honestly thinking that sylvester stallone always looks like he has a face stroke because part of his face is paralyzed and it was paralyzed at birth that's what i said i said earlier he always looked like that yeah he's been like that forever I know that part. I know it's true. I actually didn't know that either. Yeah, they, they they had to use forceps, and they fucked it up and severed a nerve, and half of this, the, like the bottom half of his left side of his face is is paralyzed. So he did not have a stroke. I don't think yet. <laughs> I mean, there's still time. <laughs> if, he keeps, if he keeps doing these like Rambo movies and stuff, I think yeah, yeah, a, st- a stroke could be in in his future, certain or a heart attack. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of surprising to me that he hasn't had a stroke. Like, it's nuts to me that I had a stroke before Slash Stallone. <laughs> like, that's not fair. Especially if you, <laughs> see, especially like if you see the new Rambo movie, like he's shirtless in a lot of that, and he's still like. Freaking jacked! How often? Like he lifts so many heavy things, and has done so his entire life. Like I don't do that. Like very rarely. 
it's funny to see the the transformation in him, like in the Rambo movies or even in the Rocky movies. You could you could say the same thing because even when when he was younger, like he was a he was always a pretty big dude. He was really built, but like as it went on, he got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then like in the last two Rambo movies, when he's like in his fifties and sixties, he's like the biggest he's ever been. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's, it's like what. I mean, I know that he's like that, that he's juicing big like time, twin. but that to me like older face, younger body. That looks like a mishmash of two <laughs> people. Uh, anyway, like he yeah, like Sylvester's Lord is CG. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is CG. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and give you your drum roll on this, Ryan. What do you give Dread? Six. That is a six out of ten. Not too bad. I thought you were going to like this more no. for some reason. I thought it was too. I hate it. I just. I, it's I like do. a like way better. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I kind of wonder, like, if he hasn't. If he never saw the raid. How would he responded to this movie? You know. Yeah, that's a great theory to see how that because I think that, that like that. Yeah, I think that that's what's holding him back here. Is he's just like, well, I could just watch the raid instead. I don't know if I wrote a review about this um, on the site, but I remember like on Letterbox, I gave it a. I did write a review actually. I gave it a seven out of ten on the site, and on Letterbox, I gave it a three out of five. So that doesn't really match up. But there you go. Yeah. All right, Ryan. For next time we meet, what are you what are you feeling? Comedy, comedy keeping it light. Uh, I need a little laugh right now. Gotcha. We all do. Yeah. We all do, buddy. We, we when we were discussing what to give you, the first the first thing that we were talking about was uh, contagion or outbreak, <laughs> and and then we were like, no, you know what, no. No. Is- uh, uh, the other day, I thought about going back and rewatching Outbreak, but that it's not really like it's on. Uh, is Outbreak? Is I haven't seen it forever. Is it Bloodborne or Airborne? It's it's uh, it starts off as like more of like an Ebola type thing but then it evolves and mutates and in, in, into the air so there, there's a scene there's a scene when it like changes like the strain changes and becomes airborne I know this because I just watched Outbreak recently again for Saved by the 90s you can hear us talk about yeah, that movie stop talking, stop talking about your other podcast <laughs> it, it's cutting it on <laughs> That's 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 becoming shameless at this point. Fucking rude, Ryan! Fight back, stand up for yourself. Your goddamn shell, Ryan. (laughs) I I will say if you if you are looking if you're looking to watch one of the two, I would recommend Contagion because it is a. It's just it's a way better movie. Like it's basically what Outbreak should have been. Like Outbreak. When you watch Outbreak, it's a disaster movie. It's like a Roland Emmerich movie. I mean, it is. It is. Uh, shoot, I can't remember who directed it. The the one of the big uh, disaster movie guys directed Outbreak, and it and it plays out just like a disaster movie. But Contagion is much more realistic and grounded, and it's it's really kind of bizarre the parallels between 
Soderbergh's film and what we're experiencing now. Like, like in the movie, one of the things that Lawrence Fishburne's character says is uh, social distancing. He's just like, we need to social practice social distancing. And I totally forgot about that until I rewatched it. And I was just like, holy shit, it's kind of bizarre. It is. All right. So we'll give you a comedy next week. We'll try to keep it light. Keep it, keep it a little bit more fun. Uh, any any final remarks before we close it out for this week? Wash your hands. Yes, wash your hands, please. Stay inside. Good, good, good advice. Good advice. Any any of the the younger listeners out there who think that they can't get affected by this, the numbers show that the younger people are ending up in the hospital in larger numbers than before. So even if you even if the the chances are slim that you will actually be affected by this virus if you do get it please remember that you could end up giving it to someone who is infected or is susceptible like ryan for instance don't give ryan coronavirus please don't we will be extremely pissed so stay indoors (laughs) practice social distancing don't you know, I was talking to one of my friends. This was this this was like a couple of weeks ago. So I'm hoping that his that he's changed his way of living. But he was telling me that he was at like some party like a week yeah, ago, and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, what are you doing, dude? I I haven't left the house um, except for today. But even then, I didn't even get out of my car. I think I've left my house once for like the last two and a half weeks. It'll be, it'll be like that for a little while, but if we all work together, we'll get through this. Look at Ryan, just bringing us together. You're the, you're the fucking president. <laughs> you're so much more goddamn presidential. <laughs> <laughs> Don't f*** with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you got the text. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's going to uh, do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your picks for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, please consider giving us a review on your podcast platform of choice. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson, and we'll see you later. See you later.